Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Joining us now on the Harbor One Hotline is someone who is famous, not just for his Patriots takes, rabid fandom, and devotion to the Foxborough football squad, but also his Betty Davis eyes. It's the one and only Mike Dusso, an old pal of the program here. <laughs> What's up, guy? Oh, not much. I uh, I appreciate the kind words. I was uh, I was thinking of the Eddie Murphy sketch, you know, back in the when when Eddie was Buckwheat Sings was my favorite uh, Betty Davis eyes reference. Prior to yours, of course. Ah, prior to that one, of course. Yes, uh, we've all got we've all got a great Betty Davis eyes reference tucked up our sleeve or lack thereof. Uh, Mike, I know you're getting ready to head over to Germany this week for some Patriots.com video action coverage blogging and so much more it may not be quite as exciting as we thought it would be a few months ago when the game and the trip and the entire german uh expedition was announced tomorrow morning's game should be a pretty exciting one uh and i'm sure everyone's gonna love to wake up in football with uh chiefs versus the dolphins uh what do you we've been sort of batting around two big topics here pats wise number one what's the patriots fan watching for tomorrow and the remainder of the season sitting at two and six with a tough schedule a couple of winnable games ahead of them but obviously a schedule that could be playoff prohibitive the rest of the way and number two of course the juicy rumor that mike florio trotted out earlier this week that involves the two participants on the field tomorrow let's start with um what what are your eyes as someone who has to talk 
write, and live Patriots every day. What are your eyes focused on tomorrow and the remainder of the season? Yeah, I mean, I think it's the you know the young guys and seeing the young guys start to step up and, and make plays. I mean, Keon White last week, I thought he you know popped a little bit. Great seeing him. Barmore, you know, starting to come on a little bit. I love to see more out of Marte Mapu. I feel like he kind of continues to be stuck in that. Is he a safety? Is he a linebacker? How's he going to fit in? Um, you know, and, and and I'd also throw the interior offensive lineman too, uh, Mafi and So, and you know, seeing those guys hopefully continuing um, to make some strides. So that you know, that's kind of where we're at uh, right now. But uh, just watching to see the young guys and, and hopefully seeing some of those guys really start to grow. And and you know, we know Gonzalez what he looks like he's going to be when he comes back. So hopefully you got some, some pieces emerge here down the stretch and, and you start to get excited about some of those new guys. Uh, Deuce, as we start to answer some like big picture, long-term questions and building block questions, can you say the same thing about um, some of these expiring contract players? Maybe you learn about the true character of a guy like Duggar, or you mentioned Barmore even, if you wanted to go to him early yeah. and maybe do a deal. or cause yep. I feel like this team needs to not just young, they need to have some building blocks to move forward because I don't know where the foundation of the talent is moving forward. And a guy like Duggar, if he balls out for the next month, maybe you give him bonus points and say, you know what, I do need to find a way to keep that guy on the roster. Yeah, it's such a huge thing for me. You know, it's it's you need that like chart that course forward. Who are the guys we're going to build around? And mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's I think you've got three big pieces to kind of look at that are you know with Uche and Duggar and Amenu. And, you know, as you mentioned, Duggar, I mean, great to see him starting to step up, Uh, you know, and and I don't think any of those three players are particularly perfect. And, you know, oh, my God, what what would happen if they if they couldn't get Kyle Duggar back? I mean, but I just think at some point, you know, you need to start to say here are guys who know they might not be perfect players, but they're guys who bring an edge. There are guys who, uh, you know, are are players that are starting to make plays for us and and guys that we want to, you know, build around going forward despite maybe any, any warts that, that might not get resolved here at, at the end of the season. So it's, uh, it's a tough thing. I know, you know, Zach Cox had a tweet this week kind of just, you know, mentioning the lack of guys that have gotten second contracts here. And I think that's really, for me, just a huge part of where they're at is, you know, they just haven't been able to hit on enough of those draft picks. And, and when they have hit on some of them, they've, they've either, you know, let them go or we've seen some of them kind of regress a little bit. So they're in a little bit of a tight spot right now. But, but I agree big for those, those guys. And when you – I mean, he's showing his value at right guard and right tackle, so uh, we'll see how it all plays out here. Hopefully Uche can get back soon and, and start to do the same. Maybe one of those new faces of the Foxborough football franchise, Mike, will be defensive tackle Jeremiah Farms Jr., who I saw just a few <laughs> minutes ago, was signed to the active roster. It's a two-year deal. He fills in the open roster spot after Calvin Anderson was placed on injured reserve. Um, the... The, the offensive line hasn't been as bad. Like, last last week they gave up three sacks. <laughs> it's like a review of Fitzy and Hart. Fitzy and Hart hasn't been as bad of late. <laughs> hasn't been that bad. Uh, I mean, we've seen, we're, tomorrow a quarterback comes in who's behind a historically bad offensive line. Like, Sam Howell yeah. might get sacked 90 times this year if things keep up. And I know nine of those sacks came in one game. That was pretty remarkable, to say the least. But uh, the offensive line has been... Uh, a little better-ish, if you will, but at the same time, uh, when you free agent it, it to be, Trent Brown free agent to be, Calvin Anderson probably not going to be back next year, Connor McDermott, come on now. I mean, they got uh, David Andrews, I guess he's signed through next year, but like, you know, he's 
been around like for a decade now and mafia and so like there's not a lot like there's not a, there, i don't think there's a tackle signed through next year like it's kind of a right. uh I don't, I don't know where they even go on the offensive line let alone like you said locking up some of these guys for the long ter- for the long term and showing the fans like these are the guys we're going to go to battle with here are some of the pillars in the building blocks we have like so many unanswered yeah. questions with only half a season to go Huge questions. I mean, you know, you got to mention the the offseason signings they made at tackle. Connor McDermott, Riley Reef, Calvin Anderson. I mean, you know, Anderson, God, I don't know what he's dealing with. Second time on IR with a sickness. You know, yeah. Bill said it was not related. So, you know, not sure exactly what's going on with him. But, you know, those moves that they made, which I, I think even at the time, none of us were, you know, blown away by them, but they've panned out even, you know, worse than you, call, you, know, you probably would have wished for with, with all the injury issues they've had. So you're right. And that's why, you know, I mentioned, Seeing so continue to develop, I think he's looked pretty good at, at right guard. And, you know, we don't know what Jake Andrews is doing. I mean, we haven't really seen much of him, but he is, you know, seems like a backup center right now and, and could be, you know, the guy behind David Andrews. But huge questions at the tackle position this offseason, huge questions at the tight end position. Uh, nobody's coming back. You know, just to quickly go back to what your first question was, you know, like, did this Farrell Brown get an extension? You, you've got no tight ends. You know he'd be affordable. He's still played okay. Um, or, you know, on the flip side, Anthony Jennings, too. I, I should probably mention him, I think, is, you know, another one of those young guys who take advantage of, of some of their chances. Mike, I'm going to do something to you that I used to hate when uh, radio people did it to me when I worked at Patriots.com. Uh, you're in the building, so you know as well as anyone. Um, we're talking a lot about this roster and how bad it is, and, and looking for building. Who do we blame right now? Is it still 100% Bill Belichick, or does Matt Groh get blamed for, quote, spending the money the last couple of years? What is mm. the uh, collaborative on the personnel department? Because even last week, Bill said, no, nobody could do both those jobs, and I, I don't, and coaching's hard <laughs> enough. Like, who do I blame yeah. for the roster? I mean, I, I, it has to start with Bill, right? I mean, he's the one, you know, if it doesn't work, blame me. And, I mean, he's the, he's the one at the top. I mean, I think at the end of the day, he's the one, you know, making those decisions. And, you know, to go back and try to, like, you know, oh, this was more of, like, a Nick Casario pick or this seems like the Matt Groh pick, you know, it, it's hard to really divvy up what was what. So, I mean, at the end of the day, I think the easiest, you know, target is Bill because he's the he's the head guy. But, I, you know, I just – I think we've got – the last couple of years, just in terms of when we've had new personnel department moving in, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of the tale of two drafts right now between you know, 2021 where in 2022, where they, they looked, you know, okay. At first there were some pieces, but you know, I think last year's draft 2022 looks really rough right now in hindsight, but you've got that 2023 draft, which I think, you know, generally I feel, you know, pretty positive about with the number of guys that have come in and been able to contribute. The specialists have been coming on a little bit. So you know, I think last year's draft was pretty good, so it's it's tough. These last three drafts have kind of have, have been tough to evaluate, but that 2022 draft right now, especially you know Thornton popping up again with another injury on Friday, he's mm-hmm. been you know disappointing. They're trying to get Cole Strange around. He's off the injury report. They're still rotating those rookies in as well. So you know what's going on there? Um, there's, there's there's definitely just a lot of questions. So hard to divvy up that blame, but but I say it all starts and, and, and ends with Bill. Mike Dussault, you can give him a follow at Mike Dussault 19 on the Tweet Machine, joins us here on the Harbor One Hotline. And, of course, he can be heard Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday from 12 to 2 on Patriots Unfiltered. Mike, so we heard from Coach Belichick. Speaking of the guys we need to look at this week, um, some of the potential players who are going to get an opportunity now that there have been some injuries and Mac Jones has a, uh, shall we say, uh, 
surprise wide receiving core that's now without Kendrick Bourne. That's a bummer. He got hurt. Devontae Parker out again with a concussion. Um, the word was that Kayshawn Booty had his best week of practice. Did you get a chance to see that at all? Any good word on how he looks now? Um, I mean, it's crazy to think the dude makes a couple catches in the first week against the Eagles, and it's like, hey, they made a struck goal with this kid. Oh, he didn't get his foot, the other foot down? All right, let's bench him for a month and a half. <laughs> I mean, my, my thing with Booty, though, is just that week one, Parker was hurt. They just they needed somebody to jump in and play that outside receiver role, and I, I think he was kind of miscast in that. And I I just never really bought into it. like he's paying this long term price because he didn't get both feet down. Like I just think he was kind of they were in a bind. They threw him in the mix. He did okay. You know, he had a couple flashes. He had a couple mistakes, but um, you know, I, I it's it's probably what, not what anybody wants to hear. But I feel like you know as much as I want Booty to get a chance, and, and I'm sure he probably will based on what Bill said this week. Is I think it's like Juju Smith-Schuster time. Like, you know, you paid this guy a bunch of money. You brought him in as kind of like the big addition to the offense. Uh, he has not, you know, really made an impression yet overall. I mean, he did get to get that first touchdown last week and kind of mop up time. But I just think with the injuries they've got, with Bourne going out, what Juju theoretically is supposed to be able to do, which is, you know, a little bit inside, a little bit of outside. He's got some size and, and you know, we thought a little bit of burst. So hopefully – some, that concussion maybe hopefully you know is all he's fine now and he's maybe had a chance to get his knee healthy as well so I just I kind of feel this week like it's all right Juju we really kind of need you this week can you step up and give us anything and, and if not I think all eyes are going to be probably turned into booty because it seems like it, if Thornton's going to be limited as well so uh, not a lot of depth at wide receiver going into the tomorrow's game. Nope. Deuce, uh, I don't know if you heard, I opened up a football themed restaurant and there are only two items on the menu so I'm going to ask you what are you ordering? Patriots go right. seven Patriots go seven and two over the next nine games to finish nine and eight, but are eliminated on the final weekend from postseason. Do not make the playoffs at nine uh, or no, whatever the record is. You know they they get eliminated at the nah. end of the season, um, or they never win another game and they have one of the top two picks in next April's draft. Oh boy, that's I I, I got to go with the first one as unluckily as I think it is. I, I, I it's it's hard for me not to see them getting at least a couple of these games here over the next stretches as you know inconsistent as they've been. Um, so I I mean I love the extreme extremeness of the question, but I I do think they're going to get a couple more. I think you might be asking a little bit too much of all right. They're only going to lose to Kansas City and Buffalo. I assume is, is probably what you were getting at with that one, but yeah. Um, you know, I, I'd love to see some progress, though, and, and we saw a little bit of signs, I think, against Buffalo, and you know, those kind of evaporated last week in Miami, unfortunately, just against the Dolphins team that seems to own them right now. So um, I, they're going to pull out a couple wins. I, I think they can pull out tomorrow's. I think it's going to come down to just interceptions. I think they need to force mistakes off of Howell. They need to take the ball away. They haven't done it on defense this year, and you know, I, I think if they can't do that, then they, they could definitely be in a game that's going um, that's going to be really tough for them. But which option would you prefer? Not what you think is more likely. Which would you prefer? Oh, I can't do it. I can't say I want to go winless the rest of the way. It's I, Thanksgiving I, season. Thanksgiving week. is a problem. Grab a plate. There's plenty of stuffing and potatoes for everyone at the Thanksgiving. <laughs> Feel free to use that one this week must... and have Perillo roll his eyes when he goes, did Andy uh, Hart give you that? We're not tanking. We just suck. <laughs> No, I, 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 I still hold out hope that all of a sudden it's, it's all going to click. I, I, I'm just kidding. I don't know if I do, but, uh, but, I, but I think I do. So that's good enough. 
You are just the same kind of lunatic I am, and it's a miserable spot to be in, but I love you for it, Deuce. By the way, we appreciate uh, you taking a little time out on a Saturday. It is the last Saturday before you make your way to Germany this week. We're looking forward to your videos, the coverage, and whatever else you can bring us from uh, Germany. However, does this, does this little hit get in the way of you having to do some college football scouting because you're going to have to turn more to who can the Patriots look to next year as opposed to who's coming up and what would our playoff seating be? No, I, well, I just got finished watching the Dartmouth playoff game last night, you know, just uh, so trying to support Andy there uh, and break it down their, their run to the state title. Uh, I'm mixing that in with my uh, with watching Holy Cross Lehigh. So, no, I haven't gotten there just yet, at least at the FBS level. Um, but, but yeah, watching watching Holy Cross, they're, they're hanging in there against a tough Lehigh team. <laughs> the Holy Cross QB, my son actually went to their game a couple weeks ago when he broke, I think, yeah. like some record 300 and something yards rushing. Yep, Matthew Sluka, and he's, he's been out the last couple of games because he's been hurt, but he might be the best player uh, in FCS. Uh, you know, the Holy Cross went all the way to the, I think, the quarterfinals last year. They ran into, yeah. you know, the North Dakota State, South Dakota State, but, um, but yeah, they got, he's really good. I hope he gets healthy uh, here for the last couple of games. So Matthew Sluka, um, you know, maybe a, chance, maybe a chance for him to, to make the jump to the next level next year. Deuce, another one of my quick ones before we let you go uh, where I ask you a, a difficult question. <laughs> An impossible question? No, but yeah. would, would you rather... Andy's quickies, it's a new segment. No one will yeah. sponsor it. Uh, no one will sponsor it. It's, <laughs> it is what it is. It's sponsored by me, myself, and I. But would you rather... So we have two scenarios that Fitzy and I have bandied about on the Six Rings pod of, like, best-case scenarios, what could happen, turnaround mm-hmm. quick. One is you draft a quarterback with your first pick. Maybe you're picking five, yep. maybe you're ten, whatever. You get one of the quarterbacks up yeah. top. Or Fitzy's version, you somehow get... Marvin Harrison Jr. and then draft a quarterback early in the second round mm. and you kind of do the Ladanian Tomlinson Drew Brees things with the Chargers two decades yeah. ago which would you prefer yeah you know I I, I maybe it's surprising I mean I, I think if you can't get the top two I mean if you can't get Williams or May I, I I'm you know my, my interest fades a little bit but I it's so hard not to say I, I think Marvin Harrison I, I'd probably go 50s route just because I think you I mean I, I know this probably might be a controversial take, but like I just I feel like you spent a first round pick on Mac Jones two years ago, and like I know he struggled to really turn the corner, but I feel like if you're able to get that weapon that you know is going to come in and give you at least a piece in place, then have to reach on maybe one of not like one of the top two quarterbacks. Like we're looking at, oh, they're going to get the third or the fourth or the fifth quarterback. You know, like if they can't get one of those top two guys, so. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, right now I'm at the point where it's almost I look at it a little bit like what Atlanta's doing, and they're kind of putting pieces into place, and do they have the quarterback? Mm, not yet, um, but you get the feeling that that's the kind of place where if they can kind of hit gold maybe with one of those random quarterbacks that sometimes works out, um, I don't think it's going to be Ritter, but you know that, that's where I'm at right now, but it's, it's a great debate, and it probably goes back to if they could go winless and you felt like, all right, well, if they really could go winless and get Caleb Williams and then you just know you have the guy – and maybe we'll have a couple rough year or two, but you really believe in him as, as a quarterback. I mean, I think we've all kind of realized over the last few years what an important position that is on and off the field. So um, it's it's all the push and the pull right now of being two and six and draft picks and and all the stuff that that comes with it. It's uh it's it's fun. It makes for good fodder. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> and we're gonna need a lot of these argumentative topics and good fodder to carry us through the rest of the Foxborough football season and the off season. Mike, I like the idea. You give me Marvin Harrison Jr. and then I'll take a flyer and see if I could develop Bo Nix, Captain America, uh, JJ McCarthy, one of these guys that could be available at the end of the first round, early second round. That's just what I'm thinking. But uh, I guess we. 
will see. All right. Uh, safe travels, my guy. Uh, it's an odd spot to find ourselves in. Look, we're always trying to play chin up, smile, have a laugh about it, do the best we can. Brighter days are ahead. Nobody had it better, blah, blah, blah. But uh, make sure you uh, send us home some good content from Germany. Safe travels. Have a great time. We'll look forward to reading you and watching you over there, Mike. And uh, we'll catch up with you soon, my guy. Yeah, thanks, guys. Guten Tag. We'll see you, see you next time. <laughs> Mike Russo from Patriots.com, our buddy, the man who succeeded or rather ascended to the position of Andy Hart when he joined WEI, taking a few minutes, joining us on the Harbor One Hotline. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.